Come, come, whoever you are, wander, worshiper, lover of leaving. Art is no caravan of despair. Come, yet again, come. And I know that there are also, there's a little chant to sing underneath that goes like this. Though you've broken your vows 10,000 times, though you've broken your vows 10,000 times. My colleague Daniel Budd writes words that bring us into this place and this time together. Come, come to this place, whoever you are, wanderer, worshiper, lover of leaving, are all seekers after what is true, all who seek a community of compassion and diversity. Come, come to this place, whoever you are, though you've broken your vows a thousand times and you're too busy and you don't have time, Come, come into this place, whoever you are, lovers of wisdom, lovers of humanity, lovers of beauty. Come to this place where a love we do not make surrounds us and lifts us and nurtures us. Come, come to this place, whoever you are, Ours is not a community of despair, but of hope. Not a place of judging, but of thanksgiving. Not a place of certainty, but of searching. Come, come to this place, whoever you are. Come, yet again, come. Welcome to the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Durango. Today, um, Maybe a few of you knew this, that today is the Christian celebration of Pentecost. So the story of Pentecost, when all those that were speaking different languages could understand each other in their own language, as you use, we might say of our differing beliefs, how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? I hope that in being here, you can feel how our connection holds and heals us, how community is a place to bring our sadness, frustration, and anger in these times. Our determination to create and uphold community feels even more crucial in this hurting world. We create spirituality and community beyond boundaries working for more justice and more love in our lives and in the world. Our covenantal relationship gives rise to becoming people of love and trust. Leading our service today are Sarah Sauter, Bonnie Miller, Lawrence Nass, Shannon Beaver, John Schiffel, Kiara Stacy, and Kayla Bugash. And we're going to have special music from Kara Kaiser. Now is a great time to join UUFD. We have welcomed two new members just this last week, Carol Greger and Robert Bogner. 
We are all so glad. Yeah, wave your hands in the air. We are so glad that you made a commitment right now. If you've been thinking about membership, you can type a message to Shannon in the chat or email me and we'll take next steps. We have created all community worship today and our Director of Faith Formation, Sarah Sauter, will be leading us. There will be no 11 a.m. faith formation today. So check the website and your, if you're a family, email newsletters for all the fun upcoming ways to be together this summer. We have created uh, multiple ways. And yes, what a frightening night to watch. If any of you saw the television or you read your morning paper, as the pain and grief of centuries of violence without justice find their expression, let us remember the Reverend Dr. King's words. America must see that riots do not develop out of thin air, he said. Certain conditions continue to exist in our society, which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. And he goes on, in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is it that America has failed to hear? I want to tell you today that I hear the collective grief of this community over the death of George Floyd and the black trans man, Tony McDade. Just weeks before these deaths, the murders of Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery. Let us learn and know and say these names. And we, as a community, we will hold vigil next Thursday at the 4 p.m. Minister's Circle. If you're not aware of what that is, um, you should get an email about it if you're on the Reverend Katie's Animus View. Um, if not, you can connect to that on our website. Um, you can bring a candle to that Zoom meeting, starts at four o'clock, and a prayer if you are inspired to write one, four o'clock on Thursday. In the meantime, the folk at Black Lives of UU have invited us to turn up our altars, they say, at home, kind of like mine back here. Make your own set up a table, light a candle, and remember the ancestors who cried for peace and justice. We will send you more tools to bear witness and act throughout the week. Today, we'll build resilience, remembering our capacity for love and joy, to offer our gratitude for the children in our midst. For the remainder of this hour, we aim to create an affirm community to feel how good it is to be together. So let's light the chalice, the symbol of our way in religion. Today, in honor that this is an all community worship, we are using the children's chalice lighting. Um, I'll do it through once and then we'll all join together. We light this chalice for Unitarian Universalism. This is the faith of the open mind. This is the faith of the helping hands. This is the faith of the loving heart. 
And this morning, the words of prayer come from UU author Jess Reynolds. And they come out of um, a UU meditation manual that's called Love Like Thunder. In all of the complexity and the pain of our world, won't you pray with me this morning? Love is calling for liberation. Love is hoarse from calling. Her voice raw from the decades she has spent chanting at protests and speaking from pulpits and singing the songs of freedom. Love is weeping into a white candle she cups in her hand at a vigil for one more black life lost, ripped away, gunned down, forgotten. She is holding the hands of a grieving mother and praying aloud for peace. This is where love shows up, where love has always shown up. She is tugging at our hands and sleeves, begging us to lay down our egos and take up our courage and dedicate our lives to justice. Let us sit together now, each in our own dwellings, but together in spirit and dedication. And let us hold silence for all those we have lost where justice is absent. And let us not take for granted our privilege to be able to breathe. May it be so, blessed be, and amen. We've, we've planned this service this morning, you know, quite a while ago. Um, and then with all the changes, um, we've made some updates here. And Sarah uh, invited me to um, speak just a few words before she offers the homily today. So I want in this uh, morning to invite you again to... Um, Appreciate that privilege you have and take a breath, the privilege we have to be able to breathe. So take a breath and breathe it out slowly. 
And our message today offered by our director of faith formation is about the need for children to have time to play, love and joy. Many of us are reeling in grief or rage from another violent attack resulting in the death of another black man, a death caused by police. We are anguishing over the violence, the militarization in our city streets. We've been here before. Communities of color, people all over this nation are hurting, and we hurt too. But I want to remind us that uh, we are, as Reverend Rudy Nemzer calls it, long-haul people, and that this is long-haul work. So we build resilience by remembering that since we are in it for the long haul, that we need work and play, that rest is a part of justice. My meditation teacher, Sebene Salase, suggests that we cultivate joy to be able to meet injustice and oppression with clarity in our heart for our response. We need these tools if we are to be in it for the long haul. Sarah, thanks. Thank you, Katie. I, like many of you, are here today with a heavy heart, heavy with the injustice of continued and overt racism, heavy from the need to once again stand up and say what we know is true, Black Lives Matter. Let us breathe was the chant of protesters last night in several U.S. cities. Can't breathe with a mask, can't breathe without them, was the lament of another. White silence is white violence, read a protest sign. So as a predominantly white and privileged faith community, what can we do? Plenty. As a people of faith and justice, there is much work to be done. As Reverend Katie reminded me yesterday when I called in desperation to ask, is a sermon on love and joy what people need to hear now? She pulled me back from the edge, reminding me that sometimes we come to worship to be inspired, and sometimes we come to be renewed, to find resilience. We come to be in the presence of our faith community to get our tanks refilled. Before we can act, we need to find our strength to let go of our weariness, and we are weary from months of battling fear of an invisible killer, and now a visible one, one who has been sworn to protect and preserve. How can we find the, the compassion, the courage, and the bravery to stand up, to step up? Let us breathe. In the words of that favorite hymn, to breathe in peace and breathe out love, we need to find succor here in this community of shared values. Once refueled, we'll go out and continue the good fight. We are in this for the long haul. We will join our UU forebearers, Whitney Young, Francis Watkins, Viola Laiuza, James Reeb. We will not be silent. We will put ourselves on the line. The Washington Post this morning asked, where are the healers? In the absence of presidential leadership, members of Congress, governors, and mayors need to step up, and we need to push them. So in spite of and because of renewed injustice and our weariness, we will continue with our message of love and joy today, because we are in this for the long term. 
you'll notice lots of music today. More music than usual in this child-inspired homily about reclaiming love and joy in difficult times. Let me tell you a personal story about music and a child. When she was five, my youngest, Julia, loved music and dancing, always ready to don a boa and some rhinestones. Julia was a bright little light filled, filled with joy, ready to burst into a round of shrinkle, shrinkle, little star. Shrinkle, shrinkle went like this. Shrinkle, shrinkle, little star, how I wonder who you are. On this particular day, Julia was dancing as usual in our home in San Antonio. Her dance included our chocolate lab. Not as a partner, Taco was more like part of the set. Sprawled all 110 pounds of him over much of the dance area, tail occasionally thumping to the sound of Julia's happy made-up lyrics, thinking they must all be directed at him. Labs can sense joy and are always wanting to be part of it. Singing and trilly, Julia's feet went flying, her arms arched and waving. She followed the joy inside herself, listening only to the music she created as she went along, occupied only by the dance of her happy little five-year-old self. And then it happened. Taco stood up. One collision with the former set, now fully participating in the dance dog, and down she went, falling hard onto our satio tile floor. Her final dance step was followed by a sickening snap, and her arm was now at an awkward angle. What was the first thing I did? Well, of course, I ran to her, looked her all over, put her in my lap, and rocked her carefully avoiding the harm arm she held tightly against herself. I talked to her, she wailed. Oh, sweetheart, I know that hurts, Julia, wailing. Don't, for, don't worry, sweetie cakes, it'll all be okay, we'll fix this. Julia, wailing. I love you, sweetheart, you'll be okay, I promise. Julia, wailing. Then into the car, my husband and I carried her, buckling her into the car seat, loosely placing the shoulder strap over her tightly clenched arm, Julia wailing. Down the road, Julia and I drove to the ER, Julia wailing. As much as I wanted to race that speedy Ford Aerostar van, that was not going to happen. My mind was occupied by what might lie ahead. How bad is this? Would she need surgery? How long would we wait to be seen? My mind full of concern, I merged onto Interstate 10, urging the sturdy, clunky van up the short incline and then into the 70-mile-an-hour traffic. And then I noticed something. No wailing. From the very back bench of the van, a tiny voice. Shrinkle, shrinkle, little star, how I wonder who you are. Julia trusted me. She believed me. She knew that I would manage this, thinking only of what was best for her. She knew that as her mother, I would protect her and ease her pain. Love had overcome fear, and Julia relaxed into that. When COVID closed our building, changed our world, and focused us to rethink how we do both church and faith formation, my first thought was how do we, as a faith community, help our parents and our children? And I remembered this story. How can we, as a faith community, hold our families tight, support them as they rock their children, speak confidently to them, apply kisses to their toes, 
and by loving them, ease their pain and allow them to relax into our love. Because this is the church of the open minds, the helping hands, and the loving hearts. And so I scrapped our current lessons and moved to a new curriculum, Love Surrounds Us, written by an experienced DRE, reformatted very quickly for Zoom, and offered free to all UU congregations. These lesson plans were devoted to helping children feel safe by the love that surrounds them. On that first Sunday meeting virtually, we read the story that Kiara just told you this morning. And then we asked the children, where do you feel surrounded by love? Who are the people that surround you in love? How do they make you feel love? How does love fill our hearts? And how does love make us strong? And now we ask you the same questions, and especially, how does love make it strong, make us strong? How does it refill our tanks, providing us with the resilience to carry on as allies? Kara Kaiser, one of our faith formation teachers, taught the children this song as a melody to a melody you will recognize. Love surrounds us, this I know, for my spirit tells me so. All of us to love belong, fills our hearts, and makes us strong. Love surrounds us, this I know, for my spirit tells me so. All of us to love belong, fill our hearts and make us strong. Yes, love surrounds us. Yes, love surrounds us. Yes, love surrounds us, my spirit tells me. Love surrounds us, this I know, for my spirit tells me so. All of us to love belong, fill our hearts and make us strong. Yes, love surrounds us. Yes, love surrounds us. Yes, love surrounds us, my spirit tells me After a few weeks, we started to notice that the children were responding most, not to just our stories or music or our tinfoil art creations, but the connection with each other. You already know that play is how children learn and grow. It's in these interactions with each other that they test the world, learn kindness, sharing, and empathy, our UU values. In short, religion, religion, the things that bind us together, in community. Do you remember Unitarian Universalist writer Robert Fulgham's book, All I Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten? Here are a few lessons he held up to be preserved into adulthood. Share everything. Play fair. Don't hurt people. Clean up your own mess. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Warm milk and cookies are good for you. Flush. When you go out into the world, watch for traffic, hold hands, and stick together. And my favorite for today's hurting world, live a balanced life. Learn some and think some and draw some and paint some and sing and dance and play and work every day some. 
Many of you are teachers and know that an important part of teaching is to be ready to respond to where the group is taking you. And so after a few weeks, our children were taking us toward their need for connection, their need for play, and their need for joy. And so we made yet another change. And we followed the children as they moved us towards that balanced life, work and sing and play. Ritual is how young children learn faith. The ritual of sharing sads and glads, the ritual of lighting a chalice to mark that we are now in a holy space, the ritual of finishing our time together by acknowledging that we will take our belonging out into the community. We are part of beloved community, a faith family. We are loved here. Play is a powerful tool for building beloved community, and so we played. And so in play, we found joy, and in finding joy, we found connection, and in finding connection, we found community. What many of us, most of us need now in our quarantine. So I'm going to ask you now, what have you done to find play and joy in your lives in these last few weeks in this difficult time? Type that in the chat box. What have you done to find play and joy? Play is important. The children reminded of us that of that. Connection is important. The children reminded us of that too. How do you get connected at UUFD? Join our new book group? Join Coffee and Connections? Parents Happy Hour? Minister's Circle? Circle Sipper? A Covenant Group? Contribute to the Navajo Supply Drive. And as many of you are singing, you're saying, typing now, you're kayaking, you're camping, you're gardening. And please be part of our Healing Racism team. The Washington Post reported this morning that there have been few moments of healing connection in the past few days. The rare exception was when Atlanta's police chief, Erica Shields, waded into the protesters to listen to their grievances. She listened. She told them that bad cops must be weeded out and fired. She gently touched their arms and said, I'm with you. Another family story, just a quick one. Two years ago, my son stood in front of his bakery window in Oklahoma City and watched as the local police patrolling a nearby rap concert began stopping cars being driven by black American men, viciously pulling them out of their cars and throwing them to the ground. Disturbed by what he saw, he walked outside and asked the police what they were doing. They told him to butt out. Instead, he started recording with his phone. The police told him to stop filming and he refused. Then he was thrown on the ground into a police car and taken to lockup. No charges were filed. It was an attempt at intimidation. I am proud of his courage as an ally. We have work to do. Once we have refilled our tanks, we must find the resilience to go out in the world with courage. We must show that this congregation is not closed. Our congregation has never closed. Our building may stand empty, but we as a faith community are not closed. We are open and full and busy with the work of connection and doing the good work, the brave work as allies. Play fair, don't hurt people, clean up your own mess. When you go out in the world, hold hands and stick together. Live a balanced life. Learn some and think some and draw some and paint some and dance some and play and work every day some. Join in the good work. There's room for you. This is part of being in a beloved community. May it be so and amen. This I know. 
for my spirit tells me so. All of us to love belong, fill our hearts and make us strong. Yes, love surrounds us. Yes, love surrounds us. Yes, love surrounds us. My spirit tells me so. May the light of love shine upon you, out from within you, be gracious unto you, and bring you peace. For this is the day we are given. Let us rejoice, rejuvenate, and be glad in it. <laughs>